You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. And uh, Chris, obviously, this weekend was a great one. But before we get to it, I have to talk about our sponsor. Yes, folks, we still have a sponsor, uh, at least until the end of January. So hopefully this keeps going. Uh, (laughs) Thanks to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for getting behind this podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google and social media, visit TheMediaCaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of The Media Captain, who is a diehard Giants fan. The Media Captain is based out of Columbus, Ohio, but works with businesses all over the country. Growing up in Columbus, there wasn't much Giants news in the pre-internet days, so Jason's dad, a New York native, used to get Giants Extra, which is what the Giant Insider was before, and Giants Insider since the early 90s. Jason wanted me to relay the message that if you don't go with The Media Captain for your upcoming website or marketing project, you are a buffoon. Make sure to visit www.themediacaptain.com. Chris, I know the Giants yeah. didn't play. I know right. that people are getting honest for it. But, man, this weekend was freaking awesome for me. Yeah, I know it was. Uh, the excitement in your voice last night. Um, it's a big big relief for the Foley, man. Oh, my uh, God. The, first, you know, first you had Saturday. <laughs> I mean, that was wonderful. right? It was beautiful Saturday. Well, you know. That game starts. You see Dak Prescott lead him down the field, and I, I look. I'm I'm seven and one in the playoffs, just straight up. But right. I picked the Cowboys. I thought they were going to win the game, and you didn't. You 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 rightfully had the Rams, and you said the the linebackers were going to be slow uh, for the Cowboys on grass. They're not as good away, and you were right. You were 100 percent right, and I'm glad you were. But that was wonderful that they lost. But then yesterday, oh mm-hmm. my God, when that when they went up 14 nothing, I was like, oh my God. Dude, yeah. they're doing it again. They're going to go to the Super Bowl again. I, I tell you what, man. They came out of the gate flying. And, and uh, you know, Lattimore turned that game around with that interception. If he doesn't come up with that interception, man, I don't know what happens, man, because they really had the Saints behind the eight ball, man. And the Stones to call a, a fake punt and you're own what? They're on yeah. the throne 30? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Peyton felt his team needed a jolt. No doubt about it. And they got it. And the best part about that, Jerry, is that the Eagles were in a prevent. They were in a prevent um, because Fletcher Cox was in the game. He was on the defensive line. He got hurt on the play. So it wasn't like, you know, they were fooled by it, and they still converted the fake punt and turned the game around, no question about it. And you know what? Their defense was unbelievable the last three quarters. They couldn't do anything to the Eagles. Dude, I I was – you know, then – uh, you saw the tweets, and I know you, you were getting nervous. And, and for those out there, Chris is the more mature one of the two of us. I admit it. I, I don't. I have no qualms about admitting that Chris is a, an adult, and I'm not. 
And I started <laughs> tweeting about climate control and Drew Brees sucks. And I was just absolutely miserable, miserable until that interception. I, I was, I was sick to my stomach and I didn't get any warning texts from Chris, but I, I don't, I, I could see you weren't tweeting too much. So I figured you put the phone down and you were like, okay, well let him embarrass himself. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I thank, thank, thank God, thank God that they pulled it out, mm. that Sean Payton is on the other sideline, uh, yeah. that, you know, we could rely on. And I, look, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a Drew Brees fan. I admit it. It is what it yeah. is. Uh, I'll, I can never speak ill of the man again. He came through. He made some ridiculous throws in that game. You know what, Jerry? I, I was very concerned about the first half of this game because, I did not like the idea that Brees sat out the last regular season game and then he had a week off and then came back. You remember you remember Aaron Rodgers back in 2011 against the Giants, right? He was rusty that first quarter when he yeah. did that with him and the Giants jumped on him, all right? You you saw the same thing yesterday. They were not you – know, that offense and Brees was not sharp that first quarter. Yeah. First throw of the game was intercepted. He only threw the guy – you know, he only threw – I think it was Ted Ginn or whatever, but, but – they didn't look sharp. They were not in sync, right? False start there, here and there. And I said to myself, "Oh man, did they put themselves in enough, in enough of a hole? They're gonna get, you know, they're gonna get beat up here, you know." Um, the defense turned the game around. The interception, uh, and then Breeze got it going, you know. And that, that second half, Breeze was incredible. I mean, penalties putting them in huge holes. Um, he hit third and fifteens, third and tens. Uh, Mike Thomas was incredible. Um, yeah. Sean Payton with the fake punt, Breeze with his unbelievable play, and Dennis Allen's squad, you know, they won the game for them, man. They, they kept it at 14, and the offense, you know, you got turned it around in the second half, and, and it was it was quite a game. I tell you what, it was quite a game. Dude, uh, Sean Payton, everybody's saying that the, the Giants – it's another coach that the Giants let go. And that – dude, I got – I have a hilarious story. I okay. have I have like the inside track to that. Well, I saw I saw you put something on Twitter yesterday about yeah meeting his brother or something like that. So, yeah, I don't even know the story, Jerry. Go ahead. So so we're in Wildwood, right? So yeah, we, we we're, we're down there and we have a, a condo in in Wildwood Crest. So anybody if anybody's ever down there, just look for the Giants flag. That's our play. That's our that's the one Giants flag flying in all of Wildwood Crest. So we go to a Sleepies in Rio Grande. Now, if you've never been to Rio Grande, New Jersey, I, you know there's really no reason for you to go. It, it, it is the, the dregs of society. There's a shop right, a few Chinese food places. You, you don't, you know, living in Rio Grande, that's, that's got to be a tough go. Um, anyway, it's the heart of what you would consider eagle country. Lots of dirty eagle jackets in Rio Grande, New Jersey. So, okay. so we go into the sleepies and I have a giant jacket on, of course. It's the only gear I have when I'm not at work. And guy's talking to us and he, we buy two mattresses, me and Mrs. Twelfth Man. And... He says, you're a Giants fan? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that guy over there. I said, uh-huh. He's the store manager. I said, okay. So I'm figuring, all right, well, here comes the, he's an Eagles yeah. fan and, and you suck, yeah. right? He's Tom Edwards' brother or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, like something like, oh, yeah, he was there, the Miracle of the Meadowlands, and he took a right, crap right. On, the, on the field at Giants Stadium. Right. <laughs> right. So he goes, that's, uh, did you ever hear of Sean Payton? Now, this was like 2008, right? So Payton was the coach of the Saints, but he hadn't, I think he'd won the Super Bowl yet. I think it was 2009. Right. And I said, yeah, of course. He goes, that's his brother. I said, who? He goes, the store manager. So Sean Payton's brother is a store manager in Rio Grande, New Jersey. 
mm-hmm. of a sleepies. Now it's a, a mattress firm. Anyway, um, so comes over and I introduced myself. I said, oh, I'm a big fan. Your brother was a, a hell of an offensive coordinator for us. He said, yes, yeah. so we get to talking. And I asked him, what, what happened? He was like the up and coming guy in the organization. And then he fell out of favor. So he said, yeah, sit down. So he, he just goes into it, right? He goes into a long story about with Jim Fossil. And he said in two, th- he goes, do you remember? Now I laughed when he said, do you remember? Cause I'm like, yes, probably whatever you're going to say, I remember it all. Right, right. So he goes in 2002, it was like halfway through the season and Kerry Collins threw a pick before the half. He goes against Jacksonville. And I said, no, I know what you're talking about. I think, and I believe it was the Cardinals game. He goes, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it was Jacksonville. I said, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. And this was before smart, well, not before smartphones. We, you know, we didn't have iPhones and stuff like that. So he thinks about it for a second and he goes, yeah, no, you're right. It's the Cardinals. So I said, yeah, I remember it was a, it was a, it, like, it was stupid. I think the giants were on their own 20 and Collins threw a pass and we're like, what the hell was that? Well, fossil told Sean Payton before the half, right? I think the giants were behind at the time or it was time. Yeah. 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 So he says, give me your best play. So Sean Payton says, no, we're, we're going to run the clock out. He says, no, I want your best play. So Sean Payton's arguing with him. And he's like, all right, you're the coach. So they call that play, pick six. They interview Fossil mm-hmm. at halftime. Fossil says, I'll never let that happen again. I will be taking yeah. over the play calling. So if you remember, in that season, yeah. the Giants were 6-6 six and six and went on a run. And they ended up 10-6 and six to end the playoffs. And Jim Fossil took over the play calling. So right. Sean Payton hated him after that because he got basically the blame for it. Right. Then you've heard stories like that about Fossil before, right? Like that. When he oh, like, yeah. when Fiegel's yeah. punted to Westbrook, he said punt to him, and then Westbrook brings it all the way back. Then he tells yeah. Fiegel's, tell him he mishit it, right? So right. so it doesn't end there. So Bill Parcells is, is about to coach the Dallas Cowboys in 2003. Now, this is still the 2002 season, so I guess he was talking about it with Jerry Jones at the time. And he calls up Jim Johnson, the old defensive coordinator of the Eagles, the, who, who passed away. One of the, one of the best. Uh, brilliant, brilliant defensive mind. Loved his right. defenses. Hated, hated that he played us. Oh, hated the team. Loved the uh, team. Yeah. Genius, right? He's like, right. It was like Yoda of defense, right? So right. he calls Jim Johnson and he says, who gives, me, he, who gives you your most trouble? And he said, without a doubt, without a doubt, Sean Payton's offense with the Giants. Right. So Parcells contacts Payton and, and wants to bring him on. As, I don't know if it was quarterback's coach or assistant head coach. I think it was assistant head I think, coach. I think it was assistant head coach. Yeah. Right. Because yep. it had to be like an upgrade from o, o, OC or else why would he take it, right? Or unless, right. unless his relationship with Fossil was just buried by then. Well, Payton tells Acorsi, this is the job I was offered. Acorsi says, okay, you have to tell me about tomorrow. Or maybe it was over the weekend. It was a very short time. He said, because I have to bring in another offensive coordinator soon. So Payton says, sure. So he accepts the offer. The letter comes over, I guess the offer letter or it's signed or whatever. <laughs> Jim Fossil sees it, crumbles it up and throws it at Sean Payton and loses his mind. Wow. And, yeah. And, no and, we, one, and we lose a good offensive right. line because of that buffoon Fossil. Right. So you have Lombardi, mm-hmm. Landry, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick. Like, holy cow, how many coaches yeah. did we have in our stable? So yeah. I, was, I was fascinated by it. It's 10 years later. I don't think he's going to care that I tell that story now. But – um. You know, a lot of stuff you don't hear about. I understand why, mm-hmm. like, Sean Payton left. But he told me that, man, I was blown away. And then I asked him, you know, does he like Shockey? And he's like, oh, he absolutely loves him. And that's when he traded for him. And, uh, yeah, so fans are saying on Twitter, oh, why, why do we get rid of Sean Payton? Well, he, 
Fossil did him in, and then he kind of left on his own, and Parcells got him. So, so basically, we let a pro- probably, especially if he wins a Super Bowl this year, uh, a Hall of Fame coach go because of Jim Fossil. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! I mean, take the, the kills if, me. If you had a buffoon unit, it would be, uh, you know, you could argue that Jim Fossil belongs up there with Jerry yeah. Reese and, and Mark Ross. Yep, no question about him, man. I, I feel bad because Jim Fossil was a nice interview for me. Like I interviewed him a couple years ago for the Insider. He was a great guy. But you hear stories like that, and then you hear, like, Amani Toomer told that story about Fossil saying that to Fiegels and then saying, yeah, tell him he mishit it. Like, oh, yeah. dude, you, you're throwing your guys under the bus. And, you know, you always yeah. heard, you heard you heard rumors that Buffalo wanted to hire him, and then the Maris yeah. basically called Ralph Wilson and said, don't do it. So, anyway, I don't know if that's true, but these yeah. are the stuff you hear. But then when you hear, like, an actual yeah. story from Sean Payton's brother, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So. And then you got Coughlin running in the middle of the field. Remember embarrassing Dodge after that punt with, with Deshaun Jackson? Remember that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in the yeah, New Orleans yeah. game in 2015 when uh, we were mad that, that I think it was Brad Wing coming yeah. out of bounds. Yeah. And he goes, oh, it's hard, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Yeah, what a coincidence this all happened on the Coughlin's watch, special teams-wise, huh? Didn't happen on the Gahey's watch this year, but it happened on the Coughlin numerous times. Okay, let's move on. But Yeah, I mean, I mean, you watch a game like that yesterday and you just think – so much of it's coaching. And even Doug Peterson early in that game, the play, mm-hmm. the play calls for the Eagles were insane. I'm thinking, well, you have to be more imaginative. And I'm, you know, that's when I was getting angry. Cause I'm thinking, Oh God, we're so far off from these teams. And, but we're really yeah. not, we're really not. Yeah. But. yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, but uh, yeah, but it worked out. I was, listen, I like the Rams Saturday night. Like we, like we talked about Jerry, but man, I was surprised how easily they manhandled the Cowboys manhandled them up front. Yeah, I was stunned. I, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe the linebackers, how they looked more pedestrian in that game. Um, they're they're mm-hmm. very good. But in that one, um, they really didn't do anything. And, and no, you know, they got Manning. You know, Demarcus Lawrence with his uh, talking about Eli Manning and, you know, thank mm-hmm. God he's coming back. You know what? Thank Giant fans are, are, are elated that, that Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott are coming back because I just – I don't think they're going to win anything with those guys. Well, Dak – listen – we talked about it earlier when the Giants played the Cowboys. You know, you have to stop Ezekiel Elliott. You stop him, Dak's not going to win the game for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, uh, it's just not going to happen. I want to hear about the last Giant game and throwing passes off. You know, one guy's knee comes down. That's the Giants. You know, if you think Dak's going to win Super Bowl and playoff games for you by himself, I, I don't see it, Jerry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. Um, so- Especially on the road, bud. Especially on the road. So there was another thing that happened today, and I'll get into it. Uh, it was a press conference. <laughs> I know. You know what, Joe? I have not seen this, oh, but I've heard my. people ripping this apart. It was bizarre. So first off, Chris, you're, yeah. tw- you're tweeting a lot about the Jets last week. So, you know, my buddy Ryan, who listens to our podcast, but is very offended by the, the Jet stuff. He had a question for me. wanted me to ask you on the podcast live. He said, are you the Giant Insider or the Jet Outsider? Because you seem to tweet well, about I also, the Jets. I tweet about the Cowboys. I tweet about the NFL, right? I mean, yeah, I, I tweet about everything that's you know everything that's going on. Not everything, I mean, most of these Giants, but I will tweet about other stuff. You know? No, I know. I tweet about Kyler Murray. I mean, you know, this was your tell, – tell your friend, this was the organization that said the Giants are going to be the little brother around town, right? That's true. Yes. No, I know. Uh, I so know I, I tell you what, my man. When you want to, you know, when you when your fan, when your organization wants to cover up Super Bowl, tro- tro- oh wait a minute, the Jets are the home team next year when the Giants play them. Does that mean you guys going to cover up the trophies again? Well, 
Yeah, but probably. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Adam Gase is going to be as petty as that as Rex Ryan was. Oh, I'm just curious. I'm just curious because uh, what do I say about the Jets is not real though. I, you know, no, I, don't, I don't get it. I know. He he likes to follow us on Twitter, and he's like, "Dude, why do you guys? Why do you guys? I don't have nothing why, against. Because, why do you guys? Why do you guys want to hurt me? And I just laugh. I'm like, oh my god. I have nothing against the Jets, but when you when your owner comes out today and says, you know what really appealed me about our new coach? How much he knew our personnel. He coached against them. Six times in the last three years, you dope. If he doesn't know your personnel, he studied probably about sixty-five hours of film on you guys. Yeah, no, just because he coached against him. So if he doesn't know your personnel, guess what? He should have threw him out of the building, Chris Johnson. Holy crap! Well, oh, I, I love statements like that. You know, I just love it. If you, know? you saw the press conference, it was bizarre. He kept doing this weird thing with his eyes. I didn't see it until the Jet fans started talking about it. Jet fan friends of mine. They're like, did you see the eyes? I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? If you watch it, it it's almost like he's looking all over the place, like a little kid, mm-hmm. wide-eyed. and, and we, He's we, terrified. We, we, came the, terrified. we came to the conclusion that that's why he wears his hat real low. Because it, it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in a press really? conference. I haven't seen it yet, Jerry. I, I got to see it. Right after we get off and finish this podcast, I have to see it. It's, it's, it's completely but is that really? Let me ask you something. Is that Adam Gase or is that really Chad Pennington? The head coach. I know. He looks a lot like he looks like an older version of Chad Pennington. Here's a hit. All I'm saying is that you know, here's a guy you just hired who just yelled at an owner in Miami. He just he just screamed at an owner. He had a confrontation with the owner. Yeah. Okay. So if you think this is gonna work out, God bless you. Maybe it will. We'll see. But you know what? From what you're telling me, I gotta look at it after this, Sherry. He's probably terrified of the New York media already. He was probably so defensive about what they were gonna ask him. What did you uh, on the Jets, what did you think of the Greg Williams hire? Did they hire him? I, th- I thought they did. I think they hired him as defensive coordinator, didn't they? Oh, they hired him today? I know they were in talks with him. I didn't know they actually hired him yet. Okay. Well, good luck. He's another guy that's going to sabotage Adam Gase when things aren't going right, just like he sabotaged Hugh Jackson. Greg Williams is a punk. He's a good coach. I'd give him that. But first of all, first of all, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Greg- they, I'm sorry. They didn't sign him yet. I, my apologize. I apologize. That's, oh, okay. Well, you know, if they're going to hire him, so you're going to have one guy who thinks he invented football as a head coach and the other guy who thinks he invented defense as a coordinator. Okay? So every time the young kid Gase is going to do something, Williams is going to roll his eyes like he did in Hard Knocks last year on, with Hugh Jackson. Okay, good luck, Jets. And first of all, what, are, what was the Browns' defense this year? What are you in the top 15? No. So relax with Greg Williams. Uh, I know Greg Williams has had some decent years as a head co- as a coach. He's not the best offensive coordinator around. I'm sorry. Chris, do you hate the Jets more than the Eagles and Cowboys? No, I don't hate the Jets, Jerry. I really don't. But no, you know, the, that, you, you, this brings a level of passion in you that I admire. But because no, I, it's just that you know you, you listen to people and, and you know it's like the Jet. You know, it's like it's the minor leagues. I'm sorry, it's buffoondum over in Florham Park. Buffoondum. Yes, it's buffoondum. And then when I hired this guy Gase, and you know, oh, he's a he's an he's an offensive whiz whiz guy whose offensive ranks this year were 26, 28, and thirtieth. Yeah. So so now, oh, oh, you know what? It was Tannehill. Wasn't wasn't it, was, you know, it was Tannehill never really developed. He was injured. Oh, that's funny because this is the guy that Gase swore by Tannehill. Yes. And then, and then you know, I, and I love this. Well, you know what? Peyton Manning had an unbelievable year on the Gase. Peyton Manning would have had an unbelievable year if I was calling a place. Ben that McAdoo year. was the coach. <laughs> Come on, stop. Uh, ben McAdoo, Jerry, has a better offensive mind than Gase. Give me a break. So two guys declared, uh, I don't know if it was today or recently, but yeah. but Murray for the draft and the linebacker White. Uh, two guys who, mm-hmm. I mean, right now, who the hell knows who's going to go one through ten, but 
I mean, both could be there, both may not be there by the time the Giants pick, but it just it adds to that nice amount of players that are going to be mm-hmm. available for the Giants. And like I said, you always go in your head and you're like, if they take one of these six guys and you start naming them and you're like Bosa, the two Williamses, uh, you know, the, the tackle and the, and the right yeah, tackle. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kid from uh, Clemson, the pass rusher, uh, Farrell, yeah. Josh Allen, Haskins. I'm already at six. Mm-hmm. Then you got Murray, White, that's eight. Oliver, that's nine. So, you know, realistically, the Giants can end up with one of those nine guys. And, and I, I like that it just keeps adding to the talent. And, yeah, I think everyone's saying, oh, it's not a quarterback class. It's not a quarterback class. But watch. It would not stun me if Haskins or Murray uh, went in the top ten. Wow. Really? I I, I, I can't see with Kyle and Murray. I, the kid's 5'8", Jerry. I agree. I but I agree. But, but – Someone's gonna, fall, someone's gonna fall in love with his his athleticism and, and say I don't know. You know, say, what, oh, Jerry, you know what, Russell Wilson's small too. I'm just saying the team's gonna do as it. As long as as long as it's not the Giants, I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. No, no, that's fine. But a team is gonna do it. A team is gonna say. In a top we love ten, this I, we'll see. Yeah, well, I, you know how these drafts up. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. But who knows, you know? So we'll see. Um, all right, but we have a we have a huge announcement that is uh, absolutely ridiculous. But before we do that, I just want to give another shout out to the media captain for sponsoring this podcast. It's great having a Giants fan get behind it. Media captain specializes in web development and digital marketing for all types of businesses. The media captain uh, with the media captain, you'll deal directly with Jason. He will not only help your business build a st- a stunning website and increase its online presence. To partake in some great Giants conversations with you, visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consultation and just mention anything Giants related, and he'll know you came from our podcast, the Giant Insider Podcast. So, Chris, you, and I, I, I joke around that you drop names and this and that, but, man, this, is, uh, this one's special, buddy. You go for it. Go for the announcement. Well, um, it is official. I will put it on Twitter after the podcast and all that. But we will be joining with Big Blue Kickoff Thursday afternoon at 12 o'clock uh, with the great, as we like to say, Jerry, the great 58, Carl Banks. He will be doing a podcast. with. Uh, oh, actually, we'll be doing it with him. It's going to be a joint effort of Big Blue Kickoff and a giant insider. We'll be fielding phone calls. I'll be finding out some more details from Banks. Um, but it's going to be a great time, bud. You know, we're going to be fielding we're fielding. Uh, phone calls from people. We'll be talking to Banks about the Giants' season and the future. And the three of us, bud, it should be a, it should be a heck of a time, man. I'm looking forward to it. Banks is a man of his word. He did tell me this a couple weeks ago. He set it up. Um, so it should be a great time, Jerry. Unbelievable. I mean, it's it's incredible. When you when you told me about it, you, you texted me. We're in. I'm I'm just I was like laughing because mm-hmm. I mean, and look, not to get too sappy, but both of our fathers passed away over the last two three years. Um, and they would be, you know, they never knew each other, you know, but one from Brooklyn, one from Trenton, these guys would be boring the hell 
out of their friends telling them about this because this is yeah. insane and they might be doing it in heaven right now. But my, yeah. you know, Carl Banks, man, growing up watching him, right. one of my one of my old man's favorite players. Uh, and and I always say this when I watch Super Bowl twenty one, they didn't show stats every five seconds uh, back in the eighties. Right. You had to watch a game and, and just kind of understand who the great players were. And in that playoffs, and especially that Super Bowl, I dare anyone to name a better giant. And that includes the best giant of all time, LT. Carl Banks was a man mm-hmm. possessed in the playoffs. And yep. in that Super Bowl, he had 10 tackles, four for negative yardage. And I remember my dad in the fourth quarter, 39-13 at the time, before the, the Broncos scored their last one. And I said, you know, I was 12 years old. I said, who's MVP? And he looked, he goes, it's got to be Banks. I said, yeah, right? And even as a 12-year-old, I'm like, he's all over the field. And <laughs> yeah, then they yeah. showed, you yeah. know, unfortunately for Banks, unfortunately for Sims, they showed 22 for 25 for 252 and three touchdowns. And we're like, oh, yeah, no, it's probably Sims. But um, Yeah, well, Jerry, it's, it's I remember it like yesterday, but and your dad was right. You, you know, like, who's the MVP? You know, you know, Sims just had an unbelievable game. Yeah. But if there was mediocre, like if that was like a tight game, Jerry, you know, where there wasn't much offense, Banks would have won it for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you forget, everyone yeah. forgets of the game he had. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And Madden was gushing about him throughout the gushing entire about. playoffs. Yeah, so listen, you know, listen, he, he he's a real good dude. Got to know him this season. And, um, you know, he likes our work, Jerry, you know, you know, and I'm happy he likes it. You know, the stuff that we tweet and the paper and all that. Um and he did, you know, he did say uh, that he wanted to be on the podcast. Then he came up with this. And I can't thank, I know we can't thank Carl enough. Um, so it should be a good time Thursday. Talking giant football with, um, you know, one of the greatest giants ever, right, bud? So oh my God. it should be a good time. Taking phone calls from fans. Everybody should enjoy hilarious. It. Unbelievable. It's way, way different than Twitter questions. I mean, I'd like the Twitter questions enough. But, my God, taking taking live calls, that's going to be insane. I, I mean, I, I almost feel like I'm going to defer everything to, to Banks. They're going to yeah. call this question. I think you probably want to hear from Carl Banks. I'll just sit this one out. <laughs> so all Banks wants to do the season, you know, he wants to, to review the season a little bit in the future. And um, yeah. it's always great to get his perspective on things because he's right there in the middle of it. And listen, you know, his knowledge is beyond beyond anybody. You know, it's beyond reason. So, you know, it's, it should be a good time. Um uh, Thursday at 12 o'clock, we'll, me and Jerry will keep putting it on Twitter, you know, so if people call in, try to call in, whatever you want to do, and and hopefully it works out really good, but I'm sure it will. And and if you're from the Buffoon crew, please announce, because that'd be awesome. Say Buffoon yeah, crew. I will, yeah, we will mention at the call when we see him, <laughs> the Buffoon crew, and, and um, you know, so it should be uh, it should be really cool, bud. We really got cool. to get Banks to put a shirt on, then I, that's it, I can die after that. Pretty much. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, like you said, Jerry, you know, he, he was a he was a favorite of your dad's. My dad, uh, he was a big favorite of my dad, too. Uh, my dad actually met him. I think it was like 88 or something. It was after he won the 86 Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, he actually met him in Diasi, um, the father, obviously, you know. Uh, yeah, Steve Diasi. Um, Steve Diasi. I'm sorry. I was thinking Zach again. Uh, Steve Diasi um, had a great time. He said Banks was really a good guy, Diasi, the whole crew. And he always liked Banks since then, since he met him. And, and now to actually, you know. Uh, to, do, to do this with him and um, actually get and actually get to know him a little bit as a person and he's a really a class dude too and it's gonna be a good time jerry yeah, it's, it's insane hey before we get to uh our buffoons of the week and all that i, I just i gotta ask one question of you bud and i want to give you i want you to give me an honest answer is tyson hill better than drew Brees? <laughs> i tweeted that yesterday yes when tyson hill threw that perfect touchdown pass uh-huh. i just did it as a joke and by the way the other joke i put out there on Saturday, and everyone went nuts. I said, 
do the, do the Indianapolis Colts now have a quarterback problem? And I said yes or no, and everyone was like, you're an idiot. Why? I was just basically acting like a knee-jerk media idiot, and I was just doing it on purpose. It was a lot of sarcasm. Chris t- texted me, he goes, yeah, Jarrett, please take that down. We look like buffoons. I said, okay, bye. So I took it down. Yeah. But um, I put that out there yesterday that Hill was better than Breeze because he threw a beautiful pass. And, oh, my God. And I, just, I was mad at Drew Breeze at the time. And I, you know, I, yeah, listen, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, uh, what's the word? You really want me to say the word? No, no. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm knee jerk. I'm a knee jerk reaction guy. And emotional i'm very emotional so when i when i put that out there it's mostly for fun but there's a lot of sarcasm with it but uh all right i gotta ask you this question because there is a quarterback controversy in philly now i don't care Mm -hmm. what these idiots on wip say okay they can say the quarterback controversy is over but if i'm carson wentz the, the the shadow of nick Foles just got bigger because not only did he lead you lead the eagles to a super bowl last year and play impeccable football but this year he brought him from the dead, went out to L.A. one, beat, what, the, the, the Houston Texans at home with yeah, come from behind. Nice had yeah. a nice win against the Bears. Really almost was driving. Okay, I know they, they, they got a, a personal foul penalty, but, you know, Jeffrey catches that ball. They're on the 20. I'm not saying they win, but it gets a lot more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Who thought, okay, they're, they're down six. Who wasn't scared? I was. But be that as it may, with everything going on, He's 30 years old. I'm going to ask one more time, and then I'm going to leave it alone until people start asking again. Chris. Yes. Do you want Nick Foles to be the quarterback of the Giants next year? Um, yes, I would like to see that. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I would like. To. I, I, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I go back and forth it a little bit. I know. Um, yeah, I, I would like to see Foles as the quarterback. He's, you know, um. Yeah, uh, yes, I would. He's almost like the like like the Terminator. Like you, you can't you? kill him. Yes, yes. That's what I'm asking because I, mm-hmm. I, my answer has been yes all along. I, now I you, right, go ahead. No, he he had his uh, he, under Shermer as his offensive coordinator, 27 touchdowns, two picks. He's great in big games. Um, hey, look, and he's not That's much more. He's yeah, a he, clutch, right, Jerry? In these big games, holy god! Right, and he, he's not much more mobile than Eli, so you have to put a line in front of him. I, I, I've never said I wanted a running quarterback. I just want a quarterback who has pocket mobility. Okay, a guy that can move up right. and, down, and, and out of the pocket and can, you know, roll out and throw. I don't need Russell Wilson. So whenever I say Eli, no, just you know, yeah, 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 right. You don't want a guy like you, you, listen. You know, look at Breeze. The guy knows how to move around the pocket. Right, Brady he's not knows. How to I wouldn't say he's mobile. No. But he knows how to shift in a pocket, Jerry. And, that's and that, the big. And that's what Foles that's what Eli can do. can't do. Man. Eli can't do that. He can't shift with those feet. You know. Right. And and Foles throws the long ball well. Right. He doesn't have the strongest yeah. arm in the league, but he has a he has a good arm, and he's smart with the ball. I I just listen, and I as you would say, listen. I I want Foles, and I I admit I admit a small part of me wants to be able to yell to Carson Wentz from the stadium. Foles is better. We have your Super Bowl. Uh, we have your Super Bowl champion. And again, I, I know Giant fans. I know Giant fans will start decorating that statue in front of the link with Giant gear because he's now a, he would he would be a Giant. So Let me why, ask you, why not put a hat and jersey on him? Go ahead, sorry. I have to ask you this question now. You ready? Yeah. You think deep down inside, Carson Wentz was like, please don't pick here? <laughs> yes. I think it's only human, though. <laughs> and, and he's going to say, he's going to, he's going to, look, Carson Wentz is a good kid. He's going to quote Jesus. Oh, he's a great kid. And that's yeah. fine. I get it. But you kid. can't tell me he wasn't rooting for an interception. 
<laughs> All right, let it go. I was just curious about that. You think Wednesday thought of I was like, oh my God, if Falls wins it's the Super Bowl, what's going to happen with me? I would, I would admit it. <laughs> yes, I would. I'd be. <laughs> oh, listen, uh, I don't know what the Eagles are going to do. He's not coming back, Falls. So, you know, he'll, uh, we'll see if they pick up that option or something and then they trade him, you know, or they, it's they gonna, pay him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, know what they're gonna do. They, they, you know, they can't franchise tag him because then it's one year no, of like twenty-five million dollars. They're gonna probably try to protect, you know, that option that kicks in and then trade him that twenty million dollar, whatever the hell it is, and then trade him. You know, so yep. um, which means the Giants will never get him. So all right. Oh, we'll see, bud. All right, so we will leave the Nick Foles subject alone unless other people, yeah. unless fans write in and, and tweet at us and want to uh, want to hear more about it. But I know everybody's kind of tired of. of well, you know what, it, bud? So. In a couple of weeks. Um, the free agency list comes out, you know, right after the Super Bowl. Free agency starts March 14th, right? Um, so before you know it, man, once that list comes out, Jerry, of everybody that's a free agent, you know, who's not franchised, which I think begins February, whatever it is, and and we'll have fun with it, bud. You know, we'll, we'll start seeing who who we can look at, you know, and all that, and it, it should be a good, t- you know, we'll have a good, even though it's your season, we'll have a lot of fun with it. All right, so. The Eagles have a ton of them. I'll just say that. And one of them is uh, Chris Long and, and Darren Sproles. And I'm tired of Darren Sproles ruining my life. So I, hopefully he just rides off into the sunset and retires already or another team gets him. I don't want everyone to see him again. And, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Long, I think, is. I don't know if Michael Bennett is or not. But anyway, time for Buffoon of the Week. I'll go first because <laughs> I, I know that people look forward to yours. I know my place. Mine, <laughs> mine's going to be a little weird this week because there's a, there's a couple things going around Twitter that get on my nerves. So... I cannot stand when giant fans or any fans put on Twitter a picture of what they want a future giant to be, whether it's Dwayne Haskins or Murray or could be anybody. And they keep putting him in jerseys of guys who are retired. And then they put that number on there. I know it's nitpicky, but it drives me insane because God forbid you did that with a future Yankee. And you gave him number seven or four or three. Every Yankee fan in the world would rip you and say, how could you do that? So when Dwayne Haskins keeps getting number seven, which is Mel Hines, I think retired in the 40s, or Murray gets number one, which was Ray Flaherty's. Look, the Giants came up with the Ring of Honor because they had too many retired numbers. It's like one, four, seven, 11, 14, 32, 40. I'm trying to go from memory here. 50. So... They have a ton of numbers retired, so they came up with this ring of honor. But, you know, Strahan's hasn't been worn yet, so you wonder if they're going to retire his too. Please respect the history of the Giants. Know it. And stop putting retired numbers on these kids. They have no chance of getting those numbers. Again, a little nitpicky, but I can't stand seeing it on Twitter. I keep seeing Dwayne Haskins in a seven jersey, and everyone keeps retweeting it. He's not going to be seven. It's retired. So, guys who do that, I'm sorry. You're the buffoons of the week. Hmm. Okay. It's a stretch, but it is. It's annoying. I don't care. Whatever. All right. Well, you well, you could tell you're annoyed by that. All right. Very. Um, okay, I go? Yes, go for oh, it. Okay, you done? Okay. I wasn't sure if you were finished. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Okay. My buffoon of the week um, was something that I owe to you, Jerry. I did not know about this till I saw it on Twitter when you put it up before. Michael Bennett. Number 77 of the Philadelphia Eagles is going to be the buffoon of the week. Why? Because he was acting like a little baby when a uh, a cameraman was um, – um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tell me. 
was filming. Thank you, Jerry. Was filming him walking off the field after the loss yesterday, and he got mad at the cameraman and basically looked like he was telling him, "Go to the other side of the field." Wah! Paul Michael Bennett, the guy who I think is still facing civil litigation because he pushed a crippled aside on the ground, okay, to try to get past him. I think during one of his brother's games or something like that, whatever it was. Was it a Super Bowl a couple years ago? Yeah, whatever I think it was. It was. Super Bowl, yeah. Right, so he decided to push some 85-year-old cripple to the ground, okay? So poor Michael Bennett, this is the type of person he is, okay, acting like a little you-know-what because the guy was filming him yesterday. Mike, sorry you lost, my man, but you are the buffoon of the week. He, he should get it for those stupid-ass shoulder pads he wears. Is that shoulder pads? It looks like cardboard things. It, in, it in just looks thing. like a T-shirt. Like, you, you and yours used to be small. But you know how hockey goalies can't wear padding too big. I, I think there should be a rule against except for Lundqvist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think I think he shouldn't. No, I, you flabbergasted me. See how quick you get to me? Like I forgot what I was saying because I you mentioned you mentioned the king and I I, I feel terrible about what the Rangers are doing. Uh, Bennett. Yeah, the shoulder pads. He he wears these small shoulder pads and it's such an advantage to not getting grabbed. There there should be like a rule that you have to have shoulder pads, you know, a a, a certain size. So aside from being an idiot and a jerk, I, his shoulder pads it's, just annoy the hell out of me. Jerry, isn't it amazing he hasn't broken a shoulder blade yet with that? Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, he must just do spin moves all game. I don't know. The hell well, he does. Listen, you know, my, Bennett's a buffoon. We all know that. I mean, he's a heck of a player. Listen, his play yesterday, after that play, they missed a field goal. I said to myself, they're going to win this game because of Bennett because he had I that know. negative tackle. I, I mean, you know? and if they won the game because of him, oh, oh my God, dude. I can't tell you. My kid said – I, I was listening to um, I was listening to a lot of uh, like happy songs today. One of them was I, I'm not ashamed to say Mozart's "Ode to Joy." I just kept playing it over and over with headphones on, and I sent it to my daughter, and she just laughs at me because she knows I'm a buffoon. And she mm-hmm. said, "School's very quiet today," and I was like, "Oh, thank you." That's the best mm-hmm. news I heard because all the Eagle brats in the greater Mercer County area were just quiet today, and it's it's just. What a great feeling. It is awesome. I mean, you're hopefully you're one and done. It was a, it, I almost felt like since that in the last year, I just haven't enjoyed anything. Like, like my coffee tasted better today. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. No, I saw that. Um, I don't know about you. I don't you're, know about you're, you're you. You're in Flemington. You have to feel this too. Yeah. My phone was pretty quiet today. Uh, from a few of my Eagle fans. Very quiet. No text. <laughs> I was getting a lot of text last week about the, oh, watch what we do to the Saints and this and that. Oh, we're on the doors again. You know how we are with the mask and all that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh, Whatever. But um, um, I don't know about you, Jerry, but you know, people were asking today on Twitter, like, you know, who do you hate more, Cowboys? A lot of people went with the Cowboys. I have to be honest with you. I don't think it's even close, right? Oh, I think the no, Eagles no, are way no, ahead of the no, Cowboys. No, the the Eagles, I'm trying to think of a comparison. The Cowboys are the Cowboys are a hemorrhoid to like the Eagles being like syphilis. Yeah. Like they, they are just yeah. they are a whole other they are a whole other category of just beyond annoyance. Oh, it's because of the fans. Yes, yeah, because of their fans. Yeah, the fans yeah. are the are the worst. They deserve to How lose. About that, I mean that statue they have of Falls and 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 Peterson and Doug yes, Peterson outside that's the, the stadium? One I, that's the one I want dressed up as Giants. If he becomes a Giant, Giant fans should put Giant stuff all over that. That'd oh be great. God. Could you imagine the trolling we could do? Oh, my, oh my God. God. I mean, I would be yeah. encouraging it, so I'd be responsible if people got arrested. But at the same time, <laughs> if a Giant fan put a Giants hat on it at a game, oh, my God, they'd have to, they'd have to bring it inside. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That 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 trophy will come down. No doubt. Oh, don't worry about it. As soon as they go four, and, you know, if they start four and seven, they should be looking to fire Peterson anyway. So they'll, they'll, those fans will melt it. Yeah. So. I mean, you'd have to imagine even license plate guy would do something to it, right? He'd put a jersey on it. I could see Joe doing something like that. Or taking a picture with a jersey on it. That's right next to Yeah, I could see Joe doing that. <laughs> anyway, um, great weekend in sports. So psyched about the Banks thing coming up. What a, what a, what a ridiculous four days, Chris. Unbelievable. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it is uh, ridiculous. And, and we still have a sponsor. We have a sponsor till the end of January, baby. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, even more ridiculous that the Patriots are in the AFC Championship game again. That's yeah. <laughs> It's incredible. Um, I, I, they had the best matchup. I think they're losing this weekend, but we'll get to that. We can get to that on Thursday. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Jerry, quickly, um, Mahomes is just so impressive, man. Ridiculous. He's just, um, I actually tech. Well, I don't. You know, I don't want to. Not because now you made fun of me about name dropping, so I'm not going to talk about it now. No, what'd you do? Who'd you text? What president? Who'd you text? Don't, <laughs> no, don't don't the home don't the uh, you know the Mahomes game, yeah. uh, the Chiefs game. I actually threw a, you know text out the banks about. This has got to be Andy Reid's first trophy with this kid. I mean, yeah. there's no way this kid's not going to get this guy a trophy. And Banks was like, yep, no doubt about it. You know, I, I, Jerry, if Andy Reid doesn't win a, a Super Bowl with Mahomes, I mean, because this kid, Jerry, he does things on a field. I, I, I tweeted something about, I don't know if I ever see anything what this kid does in a field. And, you know, Brett Favre used to do those awkward angles. Remember, Jerry? Yep. Drop down. This kid, Mahomes, it, it, he's, he's a shortstop. In baseball, playing quarterback, <laughs> the way he throws the ball, these different angles. He's a Jerry. He's an amazing kid. The weather is what might do him in Sunday. They're talking about brutal weather. Chris, one more question. Sunday. One more question. Yeah. Serious. No, I, if you're gonna break my chops, don't ask the were, question. Were Harry Carson and Lawrence Taylor on the text message too, or was it just Banks? No, uh, right now it's just Banks. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for joining us. As always, if you want to order the Giant Insider newspaper, go to www.thegiantinsider.com, or go to Magster M A G Z T E R for a digital subscription. Uh, thanks, everybody. Chris, you're the man. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.